Hello, Masai Collective. Welcome back to this week's episode. This week, you'll be meeting Liz LaRouge, a multidisciplinary artist, producer, and the word wizard behind transformative book, Dream Machine. Liz is a new era visionary, helping to redesign the subconscious mind and behaviors to inspire a new way of being. From stress, struggle, and strain, to freedom, joy, and aliveness. Liz has presented at futurist events in Berlin, Dubai, and Paris with leading thinkers and is a creative visionary committed to encouraging human connection amongst us all in the technology age. A master in sound, frequency, and healing vibrations, every set is ritual, a journey deep into your soul. Today, we discuss Liz's new app, Cut the Crap, their transformational book of poetry, Dream Machine, their near-death experience and agreement made, and so much more. This dream activator Musai is a multidisciplinary artists to watch where you can follow on Instagram at Liz Shakti LaRouge. I hope you enjoy this episode and here's Liz LaRouge on Musai Collective. Hello, Liz. Welcome back to Musai Collective Podcast. It's so exciting to have you back on the show for a solo episode today. So how are you? <laughs> really well. Thanks. It's so nice to see you again. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New You. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. For everyone listening, Liz was on the first season of Musai Collective Podcast and on the show representing the transformational event Colors of Love, which is in Thailand. And today she's back with even more offerings as she fulfills her life's purpose here on Earth. So Liz, yeah, let's get into it. You're actually working on the launch of a very special app called Cut the Crap. Can you tell us what that's all about and what inspired you to create this for people? Oh, Cut the Crap basically been born out of this pandemic really and thinking okay we're disconnected from each other more so than we ever have been before and you know mortality is omnipresent reality for us and thinking about what legacy do I want to leave in my life and how do I want to serve others and what how can I what do I need you know and what have I needed in this last two years and it's like I've needed someone on the other end of the phone that I know that I can trust with their advice with their wisdom with their love to hold space for me while I break down and like you know we're isolated we're disconnected and we're broken and we're broken down really And in that space, I sort of came up with this idea of like, okay, I'm going to make an app and it's going to be an immediate hotline for psychological and spiritual support. And so basically, Hot the Crap is your go-to app for psychological and spiritual support. That's really amazing to hear because I think, as you said, more than ever, people are feeling isolation, loneliness, confusion, depression, and especially lockdown after lockdown. I know some countries are continuously in lockdown and then it's open and then in lockdown. And I know, for example, some cities in Canada are back in lockdown. And I know a lot of my family and friends are, you know, feeling, you know, discouraged and just frustrated and maybe having something like this as an outlet to, you know, connect with someone, a professional psychological phone call, it, you know, can help them get through that tough day where you're feeling down and out. So when will you be launching this app? I'm in 2022, in the later part of 2022, for sure. Nice. 
it's we're in the building stage at the moment but the reality is is right now it's like this is this is a place that we all need you know we all need somewhere to tap into frosted support from like a friend on the couch you know it's like sometimes we can't pick up the phone and call our family we can't we can't call a friend and some of us we're lonely and we don't know what to do we don't know who to trust we don't know who's a healer and who's not or who's a psychologist who's not no no I don't need to go to the doctor but do I and it's those questions of like I just need some I just need someone to talk to just to throw out all of my sort of feelings so I can make sense of them and it's a safe space for you to be held to be able to express your feelings and be reflected back just ultimately your love and so I'm really excited actually because you know this whole two years has taught me you know most important thing we have is human connection and we're losing it more and more because we're we're on a phone and you know if if anything we have to be able to connect to each other's heart and so cut the crap is your app to connect with someone face to face whether it's a monk in Thailand or it's me on my couch or as an, another trusted psychologist or friend, you know, who can just hold you in a time of breakdown. It's, it's not a diagnostic platform. It's, it is just a serious place to be peer to peer with someone and feel them, like feel their heart and feel that sense of connection and just be reminded that it's okay. We're all in this together and have a really safe space to process whatever is going on for you. The experts on the other side of the phone, are they all, they're all handpicked by you? You've selected. Yeah, absolutely. The the people go through um, a really heavily vetted process and they're all trusted wisdom keepers, you know, and they're all professionals Mm -hmm. and, and it's an incredible space. Like the diversity I want to bring forward is like, okay, you can connect with a monk here in Thailand. And, you know, if you want to spend an hour speaking to a monk and having a perspective broader than, you know, like I'm in New York, I can't travel anymore. It's not so easy for me to get to Thailand. Things that I used to do, I can't do. I'd like to learn about another sort of religion or ideologies. I want to talk to a monk in Thailand. There's a monk there to talk to. Or I want to talk to a shaman. Shaman's here to talk to. I want to talk to a psychologist. So it's going to be a very diverse mix of amazing humans who who are real life humans who've lived real life stuff, you know. Yeah. And they go they go through the course of mine, which is a, a method that I developed and it's called own your shit, own your shift. And it's basically takes the, the facilitators through the program in which like it's this baseline standard for cut the crap. And behind that, you know, we are backed by psychologists and, and whatnot. So that's amazing. I love that, that part about, you know, if you want to connect with a monk in Thailand or different spiritual healers, activators, teachers, elders, you can tap in and connect with them no matter where you are from the comfort of your couch at home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's just basically for us to grow a global community, you know, and to all feel connected to other cultures and other religions and and, and not feel isolated as one human and having our own human experience in a city or wherever we are in the world, but we can feel connected to each other. And this is, that's the vision for Cut the Crap. I love that. That's amazing. Well, that's a 
just congratulations. I'm so excited to see, <laughs> see this app when it launches. So, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, we are living in this time of uncertainty and it really does come down to which lens you want to look through and to choose your vibration. So is it love or is it fear? And, you know, what tools can we use to create a life living in the vibration of love? What would you share with our listeners about this? <laughs> Well, you know, like, I, I think realistically, that's the only choice we ever have. We wake up in the morning and it's like, okay, how am I going to feel about myself? Am I gonna, today, am I going to feel same uh, or am I going to choose something else? And, you know, it is all, like you say, love or fear. And so for me, it's like wake up in the morning and before I open my eyes and look at my phone or look at the time, I flood myself with a rampage of appreciation. And I just tell myself, you are love, you are beautiful. You're amazing. You're energetic. You're vibrate. You're vibrant. You're radiating. And so any of the words that resonate with you, because they're all different for everyone, I flood myself for five minutes and just have my eyes closed and visualize myself as this sort of radiating being and sort of set my day up full of love for myself. And you know, yeah, the day doesn't always go that way. We always, we trip over. We're humans. It's what we do, you know. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's, we can't wake up every day and just sort of think our whole life's going to be bliss. I mean, if it is, that's that's fantastic. We've reached somewhere <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but, but shit does happen mm-hmm. and thoughts do happen and yes. old belief systems do come back. And we have families, we have relationships. We have narratives that plague us, yeah. you know, yeah. and so, you know, the, the reality is, is all I can do is constantly go, okay, let's zoom out and bring awareness to what those thoughts are and are we believing those thoughts and those feelings and are we identifying with them? Because, you know, I think so much of our narrative about ourselves is just like we think that that's true and we've led ourselves to believe it's true because we've thought it so many times and we've told it to ourselves silently and we've spoken out loud in many different ways. And so it's just really becoming the conscious observer and just saying, actually, no, wait, I'm going to make every sort of moment I can one that I'm observing and not reacting to. And choosing to go forth with love instead of, you know, fear or I feel shit about myself or all the negative self-talk that we we can conjure up in, in our mind. Yeah, I think it's so important to carve out that time for yourself in the morning when you wake up rather than just like reaching for your phone and looking at social media right away or responding to messages because that can also like shift your mentality if you get an annoying message or I don't know if you see some bad news really 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 been sticking to this morning kind of ritual for myself where I just don't look at anything until I'm sitting at my desk and then I can manage okay what are the messages I need to respond to and really try to limit my social media time in the morning because I want to do other things whether it's like Absolutely. gratitude journal or like do yoga or have a workout or move my body you know or whatever it may be go outside for a walk rather than just like laying in bed for 20 minutes. It's like, that's 20 minutes, like looking at your phone. That's 20 minutes. You could have just been doing something else for yourself and setting yourself up for success the rest of the day, or just like being in the right headspace. So I think that was a big problem for me once upon a time, like just looking like, I want to say like maybe five years ago, I I would like, look at, look at my emails, see what's going on. And then I'd be like, oh, you know, it just wasn't like motivating to like look at everything while I'm still in bed. So it's really it's important. A problem. It's a problem for all of us because it's like, it's a, it's, we're in survival mode a lot of the time, you know, and when we go on our phone in the morning, 
sort of activates that again. We don't actually get that time to just sit in the neutral space and and that's why it's like it's really good what you do. You know, you've got, got a boundary around how you wake up in the morning because that protects you and you let them you let you wake up in your divine right way, you know, whereas being flooded with all this information all the time, we're doing that all day anyway. Once we've opened the phone, it's endless. Uh-huh. It's flooded. It's <laughs> exactly. all over. It's like, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I kind of not to this. mention what's going on yeah. around us as exactly. well. <laughs> yes. I have to remind myself, I'm like, no, me first. Like me first. That's like kind of like, just remind myself, no, take care of me first. Everyone is going to be okay. Everyone can wait. You know, the email, I'll send that later today or just to get the day started. But I do want to talk about Dream Machine. And the last time we spoke, you were about to launch your self-published book of poetry is titled Dream Machine. And I also own a copy. I have it right here and I love it. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's, so heartfelt. It's your art. And, you know, you have some big news for 2022. It's actually picked up by a publisher as well. So yeah, it's going so out excited. in another capacity. <laughs> so can you tell our listeners more about the concept of Dream Machine and how this was birthed for you and, you know, how you ended up self-publishing and sharing with the world? <laughs> sure. Like Dream Machine was really like a culmination of, I guess, 10 years of my heart. And, you know, I'd written poetry since I left, you know, Australia on this journey to find who I was, whatever that meant at the time. And basically what I found was a poetic channel, I suppose. <laughs> I didn't realize that I was um, a poet and then I was. And so (laughs) I just, I started a blog and 10 years later, I had quite a collection of things that I just wrote from my heart and the experiences that I had around the world. And then um, in 2019, my partner said, you've got a book here. So why don't you make one? And I was like, oh, why why would I do that you know I've got this blog no one even knows about (laughs) and so so anyway it was actually like a really amazing sort of turning point in my life because it was like oh right I've collected like 10 years worth of my heart's writing and that could actually be of benefit to someone because that's the way that I got through all of the times of learning who I was and sort of growing through the growing pains of like coming to terms with our own pain and trauma and all those things that make us human. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to share this. And yeah, basically handpicked, I guess, 37 of the best things of 10 years worth of my writing and partnered up with my best friend and we made a book and she did the art and I oh, made the, the book. Artist, the art and is also beautiful. It just complements <laughs> the poetry. It complements everything. It's absolutely. so it's so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, and absolutely. And then it just became a dream within a dream. And then out of that, I made a spoken word vinyl and and so many things and an affirmation card set. And so it just became this sort of thing that just manifested into many dreams from one single dream. And so it was really, really a transformational moment for me because it was like, okay, I'm backing myself. I'm putting my art out there and there's no going back from here. (laughs) And I'm just going to trust that that's going to go wherever it needs to go. And I only sent Dream Machine to two publishers and like one of the two picked it up and said, we want to publish your book. So in 2022 in Australia and New Zealand, Dream Machine will be distributed and published, which is amazing. That's amazing. I guess I, being a dreamer and just knowing what happens when you believe in your dreams the next publisher 
who is more global will pick it up from that. So there, there you go. Saying, <laughs> saying it out loud. <laughs> we can we'll manifest check in it in now. A year yes, like, we'll do a touch base. <laughs> yeah, and then you're doing a spoken vinyl version as well. Yeah, well, it's not. It's it's actually so the vinyl because I did my book and I self published. I did an Indiegogo campaign to raise the money to self publish the book, and so one of the ideas we had was like, oh, we'll just make a spoken word vinyl version. And at the time, I was like, yeah, cool. That's like an extra when you're doing the Indiegogo campaign. But actually, that became a real thing. And then that became like a year journey of me sitting down and going, okay, I'm, I'm making, I'm going to select 10 things that I want to share and put it on a vinyl because you only have a certain amount of time. Yeah. And so there's a couple of things from the book, but otherwise it's all channeled amazing stuff that I've just thought, you oh. know, what? these need to, these need to be heard on dance floors. These things need to be heard when like, you, you can play this with other music. Yes. I'm a DJ, so, you know, yes. I think like, what does a crowd want to hear on a dance floor? Yeah. And so really my vinyl became like little sort of snippets of wisdom that can be popped into place. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you'll hear that in the mix actually. Like, yeah. There's yes. A little, there's a little bit of that. Yes. So. Everybody, Liz has created a Musai mix, which we will launch probably <laughs> next or in two weeks. So you'll get a taste of this, but also I want to give you all a little teaser of Dream Machine, which we will let you listen to now. Take a moment out of your mind. Connect to the divine. Feel the essence of your heartbeat. As your body starts to shake, we move our feet. The rhythm of our heart flowing effortlessly. This is love. In the groove, our body starts to move as we feel our essence radiating effortlessly. We move to the beat of our soul rhythm. We dance, we are free, we are love. Connected to the divine, this is your time to move, to feel free, and to love effortlessly. All right, everyone, that was a teaser from Dream Machine from Liz LaRouge, and you can find that later this year. Liz, there's something personal that you've agreed to share today, which is a near-death experience you had earlier in 2020 due to a heart attack. Can you tell my listeners about your experience and this agreement that you ultimately made when you were faced on the other side? You had this moment where you received messages. What was that all about? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It was, I think, I mean, I don't know, for people who have had a near-death experience, a lot of the themes are similar, but the experiences are different. So unbeknownst to me, I was having a heart attack in August 2021, and what started as just chest pain ended up becoming my heart beating out of my chest and being taken in an ambulance to hospital. And in that journey to hospital, it was like being in a white tunnel. And I was like, hang on a minute what's going on here <laughs> you know like hang on and all of a sudden you you meet with your counsel I suppose or God or spirit or I, I don't know everyone has a different way of communicating and uh, labeling their experience of their higher self and God and so I was given this sort of fortunate conversation where I was like hang on a minute I, I don't want to die I'm 36 
hang on, I want to I have my 40th in New Zealand with my mom. <laughs> hang on, what's going on here? And it was like very clearly presented to me. You have a choice. You can go now or you can stay. But if you stay, you need to make a commitment. And I was like, a commitment? And so I'm talking to myself in my head like I'm a crazy person in an ambulance on the way to a hospital. A commitment, okay, a commitment. All right, okay, I have to serve. And I basically made an agreement with my guides and my counsel and God, if you will, that if I choose to stay alive in this human experience now, I'm going to show up and serve from my heart. And what is that going to be? I don't know, but it has to be love and I have to be living as a leader of love and that's all I knew and it was like okay I'm making this agreement to serve as a leader of love and I do anything that doesn't serve that I will remove from my life like whatever is not in alignment with that that's my mission and so from that which I'm super blessed to still be here of course because you know I think now so many people have I know in my world have passed away in the last couple of years and there's that option for us and there has been that option for us there's a pandemic we're surrounded by you know high mortality rates every day in our face and you know for me it was a real big wake-up call because I've danced around my own stuff and my own shadow and avoided sort of being in service as much as I could at times because you know there's parts of the old self the party girl the this the that that wants to live on and that doesn't really want to commit to being in service to, you know, humanity and whatever that meant at the time, I fully signed up for it and I said, anything that doesn't support this mission, I know will just like not align with me anymore in my life and everything else will then show up and I will be in service to love. So it's been quite an amazing journey, actually. It's been quite a lonely journey since because it meant a lot of friendships, a lot of identities of myself fell away. I had to learn who I was really in a, like a really painful level. Like, who are you? Like, really, really. And are you really willing to show up and be of service? And sometimes that means, you know, you are alone a lot and you are just sitting with self and it's not about sitting meditating all day, but it is about sitting with self and really digging deep through all of that limited self-belief crap inside of our heads that hold us back and don't want to make us visible and saying, you know what, none of all the self-worth shit matters anymore. Like I'm cutting my crap. That's where the app came from, you know, like it's time to cut your crap, girl, you know. Yeah. It's time, it's time to stand and serve. And and so from from all of that, this this is all of this has been birthed because it was just like that's it. My mission is just to help other people find their way through their shadow, their shit, their negative self-talk, their limiting self-beliefs and find their way to self-love. And if it's all I can do in my life, I'm super committed to it, 100% all in, that if I can just help one person remember who they are each day, then I'm living my truth and that's all I like I'm I'm here to do my mission. And so yeah, it was quite a, it was quite the ride. What a trip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as you were telling the story, I just got goosebumps, chills hearing you yeah. talk about that and that experience and like what you felt and what you think it's realized after once you're back and you're like, whoa, everything just shifted, changed, stripped from you. What no longer serves you really, really, truly to your core, you know, it's uh, I know, unbelievable. It's, it's quite, it's quite confronting. And, and to yes. know, one thing that I, I really, really got from the experience that I shared with all my, with my friends first closest to me was guys, you don't need to nearly die 
to understand this is so simple. Like, come on, come on, humans. We don't need we don't need to go to that extreme. That's an extreme, right? Yeah. I needed that. I needed that bitch slap of reality, right? right that's like right. A, that's it. That for me, that was what I call a bitch slap of belief, like a hard lesson. And some people, we don't need to have those hard lessons. People, some people just need to meet someone who just genuinely inspires them and and hits their heart in in just the most easy loving way yeah and you can get the same medicine and it's like all we can do right now is operate from a place of love and compassion and kindness and it's kind of the opposite to the narratives that we hear and it we don't have to have so much heavy like blah in our face to realize like we can do anything we dream of and we can live like a really simple loving life if we just sort of tune in and just dive a little bit deeper and have a little like some compassion for ourselves. and you know you don't have to have a near-death experience to get that message and all I want to share with people is you know take a minute out of your mind and connect to your divine and and see what's in there yeah and go through it it might be murky it might be ugly but there's always someone there to hold you through it there's always someone there like championing you like flying the flag for you you know we've we've all got that someone in our life or like there is always going to someone that's going to show up for us yeah that person if we don't and yeah it's been a it's been a freaking trip I can I can't imagine but I can imagine also it's just a wake up call and as you said like now you can help spread that message and you know as you said people don't need to experience that extreme because it's right in front of us it really is we just need to open up our eyes open up our hearts take time to connect with ourselves and tap into that because I think a lot of us are asleep you know not we're just oblivious to this we're just like running we're just running running the program Yes, and the programs they're locked and loaded, and, and and not all of us are meant to maybe have these discoveries. Not all of us are meant to have this sort of remembrance of who we are and, yeah. and a deeper soul knowing, and that's okay too. We don't all have to get there. I think just you know, I think it's just important to know that it's it's not some crazy woo woo like far out there thing. It's just pretty simple. It's just getting really real and honest with yourself and saying, do you know what? There has to be more to life than this. And just right. that simple question, like there has to be more to life more. than this. It can yeah. just open the door to like, okay, whoa, all right, oh, oh, what's <laughs> that little space? And yeah, it's not it's not easy. No. But do you know what? It's like. It gives us, it gives us as, you know, humans, it gives us a lot of like light and love and, and it gives us bloody hope in these crazy times. It does. And I feel like it's a little bit contagious because if you're, you know, living in this like higher frequency of love and then you maybe even just like are walking down the street and you kind of smile at someone, you're transmitting this little positive energy totally. that maybe they, they take that and they smile back at you. I love that. I love giving a stranger a it's smile. It's medicine, like, isn't it? You know, it's and they are surprised that you've smiled at them, but it's a nice feeling at the same time. Or just say, good morning, <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's an exchange, you know, and uh, you don't realize that maybe that person needed that smile and good morning. You don't know. Maybe Absolutely. they haven't spoken to anybody in days because they're isolated and they're just out for a walk with their dog, but you have them in the eye and said, hello. <laughs> you really never know. Just that moment, just that moment of human connection that can change yeah. someone's life. And we don't even realize, you know, exactly. Just, it's so small often. And, you know, we forget as humans, especially now when we're forced to isolate and separate and, you know, it's, it's more important than ever just to like give a smile 
or lend yeah. an ear to lend an ear to a stranger or lend an ear to a friend or even if it's like you know we all have narratives around something but just the more we can zoom out from all of the the things that we think we are and the things we've said we are for so long and just try something new slowly and softly I think you know then change can you can give space for change to come through and yeah yeah I feel like you know it hasn't been the easiest the last few years for many people and I do really try to check in on friends you know maybe you haven't you know connected in a while or checking in see what's going on you or maybe you know they're going through a tough time so you do the check-in a couple times a week, just, you know, have a little chit chat and it really can help a lot. So don't forget to check in on your friends, everyone (laughs) and family. (laughs) Something I want to talk about is living in your flow in that best version of yourself. So how do we get into that flow state from surviving to thriving? What would you share with our listeners on how to get there? (laughs) You know what? I think, I think, you know, it's like it's different for everyone, and I don't think there's like I don't think there's a quick fix it method because otherwise we'd all have it by now, and um, that would be sensational. <laughs> <laughs> but I think really it's like okay, just having those moments with yourself to just listen, like okay, what do I actually want to do today? Like oh, I maybe go to nature. Nature's one that's really kind of a quick, short, fast, connect you to yourself and like everything else seems to disappear when you're plugged into how beautiful the earth is, even if it's just a tree in your garden or you just have a moment with a tree in your garden and you can't get to some nature, some natural beauty. But really nature for me is like a shortcut to, okay, forget everything on um, like the ocean, anything like that. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. <laughs> breathing, breathing, you know, just like, okay, I'm just going to take some crazy breaths that I'm like, I just, you know, inhale, I just need to breathe. And also for me, a lot of the time I've had to turn to like stupid things like I'm just going to punch a pillow or I'm just going to scream into a pillow or I'm just going to be crazy person and hump <laughs> the pillow and be really cathartic <laughs> because I just need to get out of my mind and out of my junk and and I need to move the energy. And I think a lot of it is just about moving stuck emotion. And that's all it is. It's it's energy in motion, you know. And so from survival mode, we just, we need to do something that's like short and sharp, shift of perspective. And so dancing, jumping up down dreaming into a pillow these things these things are good quick things for me I've learned over time but like I said like we've all got a different medicine and so you just have to take that moment to go what do I need to do right now and just let this shit go and get back to neutral I think because from surviving to neutral is such a good place because if we can just stop and like recenter and get back to neutral it's like okay everything doesn't feel so overwhelming exactly yeah I'm not I'm not in the fear I'm not in the shame I'm not in the guilt I'm not down I'm not down there doing the that part of me I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now, here's, here's confusing because it's like, well, like, well, well what's here? <laughs> like, it's like neutral is like the middle ground of like, people are like, oh fuck, I'm at neutral, but there's no joy. There's no happiness. There's, there's no guilt. There's no shame. Yeah. But that's really cool because that's like, 
then you can choose, all right, well, where do I want to go? Where, where can I go? Because you can't go from survival mode and all the shame, the guilt and the pain emotions. You can't go from there to joy directly. You, you have to take, you have to get to neutral first. Exactly. So it's like, how do we regulate? And, and what do you do to regulate? And yeah. it's like, you know what, just, just throw shit at a wall, try your own thing, see what sticks. <laughs> For some, it's just like having a dance in your living room and for many, it was going out on the weekends and having a dance and then going to work all week. I have another friend who was on the podcast earlier in one of the earlier seasons and, you know, her medicine is dancing and she's a lawyer and a partner at a law firm in Toronto. And, you know, people at her office would say like, how are you always so happy? She's like, because I dance every weekend. That's her medicine. And, you know, and it really took a toll on her when everything was closed, you know, the, the nightclub. So we would have dance parties at her house <laughs> instead. And I feel that way too. Absolutely. I have your mix already. So I'm definitely going to put that on today and have a dance <laughs> and get good, myself, good. you know, in my flow. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. I know? think, I think it's just a, exactly. And I think it's just important, you know, it's just important to remember, like, don't be so hard on yourself when, if one thing that you used to do doesn't work anymore and you can't, it's not just like snapping you out of it. It's like, we have to sharpen the tools in our toolbox or we have to find new ones and, it's like, don't be hard on yourself. Don't be like, oh, I can't, you know, all the things we say when something doesn't happen at the click of our fingers. You just have to go, all right, I'm going to try something new. And you know what? Do something that scares you. Do something you wouldn't normally do. Talk to a stranger. Like do something completely out of your comfort zone because that's how you expand your comfort zone. You don't ever get out of your comfort zone. We only ever expand our comfort zone. You know, it's just always just try something new. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of that, tuning into what your heart desires and listening to the call of this burning intuition is a superpower we all have access to. What are some ways that you like to connect to your heart space to get inspired? Well, you know what? It's been poetry has always been one for me, but that's, you know, very personal. And it's been since I launched my book, I've written very few poems can you believe and so I've had a lot of pressure on myself like what's going on you know that's okay I found new ways and dancing's a good one dancing is a good one that's always been my medicine you know wake up in the morning and before it's like and just dance for at least 20 minutes 20 to 30 minutes just straight dancing I love that <laughs> but now, also nowadays Nowadays I have, and I do Kaya. It's kind of just, oh, Kaya yeah. is a, an amazing sort of um, mix of Kundalini yoga, Pilates, meditation and breath work all in one. So it's nice. like a real, a real 45 minutes to an hour hit of everything instead of mm. doing each of them, each of them separately, which would probably take me four hours yeah. I can do it all in an hour. And, and that's a real good energy boost release and it's good for my body, which makes me feel good. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's just like whatever, whatever I wake up and feel like doing, some days you're just like, oh, well, today I'm not doing anything. That's it. I'm not, and <laughs> because I'm you're not listening to your body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just like yeah. tuning in and like, what do I feel like doing today? So maybe exactly. you don't feel like doing a hard hit workout. You want to do this gentle totally. or nothing at all. <laughs> nothing. And that's okay. And, and that's I think, something. I think and it's good. That's we're really, that's what, that's when we're really letting spirit talk to us and, and we're operating th like spirits operating through us because it's like, okay, I'm really listening to what you, what you want me to do or what I want to, what my soul really wants to do. Today. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's just like when I wake up in the morning, it's kind of like up to the bigger picture and I'm just kind of like going with that flow. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
I love that. It's important to just really listen to yourself and like take a deep breath and feel into what your body is asking you for or not for. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to get to this section of podcast. Can you share with us maybe one or two muses in your life that you'd like to give a shout out to today? Totally. That's such a, Mm. such a good question. (laughs) Um, well, I think definitely like my partner, Ro definitely has been a total muse in my life. I was the person that kicked me up the bum and said, you've got a book here and helped me me compile that and go through that whole journey. A hundred percent. She's just a badass, super inspirator person who supports people to birth their dream. That's her job. She just <laughs> packages your dream up and births it and pops it out into the world like some magic trick. So she's a real superpower. Amazing. <laughs> she's a superpower. <laughs> and, you know, um, you also know that Gwen, the other one, you know, who with Colors of Love is like that's that's my soul family and yeah. Gwen and I Gwen and I hold that space and make magic so I'm those two really are just solid solid rocks in life and they're both powerhouses so you know if anyone gets to meet the both of them your life will change too beautiful <laughs> yeah I mean I've met Gwen only online through our yeah. podcast and conversations yeah. and I mean I just love you both so <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> hopefully to mean in like actual in the human physical form <laughs> yeah eventually. March 2022 hello You're hello that's only a couple of months away oh my gosh <sighs> it is things it? magic does happen you can, it's possible possible it is possible <laughs> so now we're going to get to follow your bliss finale question can you share with us one positive affirmation yeah i reckon that it's actually from my affirmation deck in my book and it's just keep riding those emotional waves yes (laughs) because I think like really really like all we can do is keep riding the waves sometimes they're high and sometimes they're low and as long as we know not to get stuck in the lows and not also get stuck on the highs and just let it flow I think we're all going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. I love it. <laughs> we're going to be okay. <laughs> Everyone's going to be okay. Yeah, well, we are, we're already okay. It's just yeah, a perception. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Liz. It was so nice to connect with you and share all of the amazing projects you're working on and launching and birthing and, you know, obviously continuously evolving your craft. And, you know, I really can't wait to see where this app goes and check it out and share it with my listeners and, you know, and the dream machine, of course. It's always a pleasure. And everyone don't forget to tune into the Musai Mix which will be coming out in a few weeks. I will share that on our Instagram and you can check it out. And yeah, Liz, always a pleasure. <laughs> Love you lots, babe. Thank you so much. Love Keep you. sharing the magic. Love you. Thank you. All right. Well, have a beautiful day and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> what is your dream? Do you dare to dream? Do you believe dreams become things? Do you wake up each day and pray and meditate and ask the sky and the moon and the sea for all your dreams to be everything you desire them to be? Are you afraid 
Or can you stand and look and witness your inner landscape and believe that everything you dream you will see because you believe? Do you dare to dream? Do you dare to dream? What is your dream? What is your dream?